Our lives, it's only you, it's only me, it's only us at the end of the night. I remember when you couldn't tell me a thing. Now you talk so much, it drives me insane. But you got you some great. So, what can I say to you? But I'm off that, had to fall back. You got everybody thinking I'm all bad. I was always holding you down You down Baby, what we see ain't what it seems for this girl What is love? What's that? Love, what is love? Would you believe it if I told you all about it? About pressure, just keep adding up then we just get mad We was living fast Don't get me high enough All these people always lying about something I'm sorry, I'm so fly, so what? I'ma be sorry for it I was count zeros I'm a hometown hero Green like CeeLo These do anything for some C-notes At what cost? Hit Mercedes, buy some free cars I know, it's worse off Maybe my sense of reality is turned off Who the f*** knows, I just make songs Who am I to sound how this goes? That's sarcasm, by the way Okay, so I thought I'd come on early this morning and speak to Elite as much as possible and permit me to speak through notes um, today so that I can make sure that I stress one or two points. And I won't be on for very long. I've been doing 9 a.m.s with the core uh, givers team. Uh, that's those who have partnered with myself uh, uh, and the family 
to make sure that we are resourceful, to make sure that this work um, continues. So I've been speaking to that team in the Elite Prosperity family uh, for 9 a.m. every morning. And so this morning I thought I'd come on because I won't be on this evening. So the next time you will see me now um, is Friday, but I thought it'd be important that um, I come on very briefly and just reiterate some things. Um, I got two messages this morning, actually. One was saying, Pastor Nikki, we haven't seen you on live. And the other one was, Pastor Nikki, um, is this still a church? Um, and my response was, LOL. <laughs> I didn't know what more to say, but I said, join me for <clears throat> 9.30 this morning so I can clear one or two things up. Now, you know we've been on this journey of moving out of the confines and the four walls of what church I want to say, caged us into. Um, and this work that we're carrying out now, as you can see, and many of you can see, has gone beyond those confines. We're nation builders, we're generation builders. And unfortunately, if we use the pattern and the mode of church that was presented to us, we won't be able to fulfill that work. And if we look into, de if we look into scripture in detail, as much as we ought to, we will begin to see that actually what Yehoshua was doing, what God himself was doing, is too big for us to be limited into the four walls of church. So we've had to go out and <laughs> we've had to go out and go against, or, or let me not use go against, we've had to continue this work and break certain barriers that limited the capacity that we ought to have, limited the impact that we ought to have. And sometimes to take on that responsibility is a lot because it's different. No one's seen it before. Uh, we're not used to it. We're used to the, the settings of what church would normally look like. Um, but we've come out of that mode and unapologetically so unapologetically so. And I say this because we can see or begin to see, good morning, Fifth, and we can begin to see the success as a result of us taking on that big risk. We can see how many lives have begun to change around us as a result of us beginning to do things that are beyond those confines. So my next question would be, and we started this conversation on Thursday, or PT would have started this conversation on Thursday, about our making. We have to consider why would Yehoshua, why would God want to begin to make people in his image and in his likeness just for them to praise him all day long? There was a bigger work, a huge agenda that he had for such people. If he wants to make people in his image and in his likeness, and he's the God that created the heavens and the earth, the seas and the men inclusive, then why would we just be confined to worship and praying to him? Clearly, he wanted us to do something bigger, something greater, which was to perpetuate the work that he started, continue the legacy that he'd created, and entrust like-minded people like myself and yourself to successfully do that work. So he has to, in our generation, we have to look for industry leaders, industry greats, men and women who shape the world according to their area of expertise. So if you're good at fashion, he's looking for a God in fashion. 
If you're good at fitness or IT or finance, he's looking for a God in that space. What does that God look like? A man who can create, a man who can shape, a man who can fill and dominate that space and bring people back to him according to the skill that you have or according to the industry or space that you have. You know Yehoshua's work when he came here was a reconciliation work, meaning that he was people, bringing people back to him. He was showing people the, their ability, their limitlessness, their power. Peter, because you've clocked who I am, upon you I'm about to build my whole government. He was about to show Peter his limitlessness. This guy was just a mere fisher, fisherman. He's now become the governance, the, the, very, uh, the very institution that people can rely on, people can build upon. Imagine what he's trying to achieve with you and I. Imagine what God, what God is trying to do with a tofara. He may just look like just this trader guy. Yet God is saying that the financial institution is dependent on him. If I can make him through leadership, if I can shape his thinking, because that is the first place of the making. Our physical frame has already been done. That's not the issue. That's not his concern. The first making and shaping has to be in our minds and in our hearts. You remember the scripture in Hebrews that we, we tend to read a lot. He says that I will put my laws in their hearts and uh, uh, write them in their hearts and put them in their minds. Then I will be their God. Then I will be their people. So when he's making us in his image and in his likeness, it's the shaping of our hearts. It's the restructuring of our mind, what he puts there, how we think, how we look at things. Can Tafara look at the trading market and begin to dictate how things go? If he can believe in that ability, then he's operating in his God-kind nature. Are you following me this morning? I've got into things very quickly because I just want to be sure that you understand how this work works. So that you don't think that we're going back to the praise and worship that you met back then. That actually did nothing but stir up your emotions. And unfortunately, this work is not an emotion work. It's not a sentiment work. This is a legacy building work, meaning that your emotions don't actually uh, uh, pay, a pay a part in this work unless it's the emotions of, I just love nations. I'm crying for nations. I'm crying for generations. This is legacy building. So we're raising soldiers, strong, who've been shaped by this word, who've been shaped by a culture, who've been shaped by a mindset of, you can do it. You can be limitless in capacity. You can take the little that you think you are and be an extraordinary God-man doing extraordinary things. I'm looking at people in this room and those of you who are online and I'm thinking, how can we prepare you to be the next giants? The next nethanims, if you want to call yourselves that. The next God-men who are doing extraordinary things. You are the ones who will cap your, your ability. The church were the ones who capped their ability. They were supposed to go out. That was the instruction from Yehoshua. Go out and make disciples of me. Yet what we did was stay in and make disciples of no one. Unfortunately, the church is not as effective as it ought to be. Unfortunately, the legacy that the church was supposed to make wasn't just supposed to be in tabernacles. 
The tabernacle was supposed to be you as an individual going out and doing extraordinary things. Is that a little bit clear? So I started thinking about partnership now in, in lines to these things. And I'm listening to PT again. And I hope you guys have spent the time. I hope we all rather so that it's not exclusive. I hope we all have spent the time to revisit Thursday's word and also to revisit Sunday's word. Because every word that we listen to are building blocks to making us the kind of God men that we ought to be. We can't achieve this extraordinary work without hearing the word that makes us or the culture that shapes us to be such a person. If we miss those things, we're missing the ingredients that make us. So please spend time to go back and listen where you may have missed. So again, I'm thinking about partnership and how uh, God will begin to make us partners or this work will make us partners so that we are effective. And so I started looking at it in terms of Business to business. Remember, I spoke to you yesterday about the next thing is not investment anymore. I don't think it's investment that God is looking for. I don't think he wants us to just take money from people. I think the next thing is partnership because that's his own strategy. From Genesis chapter one, he said, let us. That in itself was a partnership. Father, son and spirit. And if we begin to get into detail about how that partnership works, you will know God himself would have been the father, the son is the son, and then the Holy Spirit has his function. I think they all had their different various functions and brought it together to make mankind. That is partnership. But it's partnership based on structure. I'll give you an example. Again, I looked at this in TCEs for TCE. If you have a brand, think about, <laughs> you have a brand, think about distribution, and then also think about uh, your marketing. If I wanted to sell a product, Pastor Antonia, and it was actually your product, I have to think about if I'm going to make it strong, I as Pastor to Antonia will struggle to sell this brand by myself. Meaning what you will then do is begin to partner. You will partner with a distro company. You even partner with some marketing companies to make sure that your brand sells the way it wants to. So what Nike will do is Nike will have built their brand or done their, uh, sorry, have their company, have their t-shirts, for example. But they will go into a certain industry like basketball and make sure that Jordan is wearing Nike. It's partnership. Then they will make sure that that brand can sell everywhere. They've gone to JD and Foot Locker. Are you with me this morning? It's called partnership. At business people, I want you to hear me this morning. You will have the brand itself, but you know the brand needs to sell, so you know it needs its noise, it needs popularity, it needs to know where, uh, where it's most marketable and most sellable. It's going to go to the celebrity. It's going to go to the people that have the influence and impact. So then it goes to the Jordan, who then gets it in the JD Sports, or sorry, the brand then goes to JD Sports or Foot Locker, all the outlets that sell it, to make sure it's actually sellable somewhere. Think about you and I now. 
Yes, with your businesses, from Sense by CM to what else do you have now? Pleroma, yeah. Carnaby. Carnaby can't just decide that one day it's going to sell. He knows he has to partner. That's why we're looking for people, and that's why we're building our new sales team now. That sales team will be on the phone looking for the people we're going to partner with. We're not looking for an investment because that will cheapen the work we have. When you see and hear PT speaking to this one or working with that one, and you see all these pictures on social media, it's called partnership. We know that if we leave it as just the church, we'll still be in Lancaster House. We'll still be trying to preach to ourselves in the four walls, having no impact. But we know that there are already people in the world that have the kind of reach that we need. So the smart thing to do, the wise thing to do, which Yehoshua did when he sat down with the tax men, when he sat down with the sinners, was to go with the people with influence. It was called partnership. You following me? It's called partnership. We can't assume that TLM is just going to happen because we've all come together. We've all been one. We're all good. Tony Silva already believes in her brand. She doesn't, she's not the person she's trying to sell it to. She's already been won over. But if she wants to get a huge reach because she so believes in her brand, she so believes in what she took day in and day, um, um, day, in and day out to sow, she wants to get it everywhere. She wants to make sure that even, even people in Timbuktu have access to what she's built. So she finds the most popular people. She finds the people of influence in this world. And most times you'll, be, you'll begin to see that the influencers are not that even influential until they've got your product. They're not as powerful until they've got what you've created, until they've got what you've built. Foot Looker will be useless without Nike. Do you understand that? JD Sports will be useless without Reebok. So they're only made powerful when they have your product. Even the celebrities, they call it endorsement. But the brand that's created that, they're actually looking at this as a partnership. They're leveraging from what that person has. If you sit down with most influencers, you'll be shocked at how much they can't speak. They're scared, they're shy. But once you've put their product, in fact, once you've put their, your power, what you've built on them, you give them their voice. Most time, it's a picture that speaks for them. You don't even need to hear them speak. Until I watched, what's that Michael Jordan thing I watched on Netflix? The Last Man or Last Man? Last dance. I didn't know how he spoke. I didn't know his accent. I, didn't know. I just saw him on pictures. I saw him on billboards. I saw him dunking from time to time. Our product actually makes. The product called the Nation Family, if we can get that partnered and make it a sellable product, we become relevant to the whole world. We put learning institutions on form again, or put them in, in, in uh, okay, give them their power back again, because you do realize that the nation will be a syllabus eventually. If we can keep pushing it, a syllabus mandatory in every education um, institution. That's what we're fighting for, otherwise we're playing games here. 
That's what we're pushing for. That's what Yehoshua wanted. Don't forget it was governance he left to Peter. Upon this rock, I will build my governance, meaning that it was necessary and mandatory for Yehoshua's teachings to be in every institution from the fashion to finance to every secular space. You do realize we're supposed to be very secular people, very worldly people. <laughs> it's the church that said, don't be worldly. We're supposed to penetrate everywhere. But what blocked us is that we allowed the world to do whatever they wanted. So what happened is the secular um, impact that we were supposed to have, because it's been so, uh, so corrupted, we ran away from it. Our job was to fix it, to make it better, to rebuild, to reconciliate people back to their origi original intention and original being. So our work here is so huge. The team that we've made, our sales team, your job is huge. Not asking you to just call people and say, come to church or come to our event. We're asking you to come to the construction site where we are building, where we're shaping the new world, where we've built a culture of thinking a culture of giving, a culture of helping people, a culture of building systems that strengthen the world. We're asking people to join that build, building because we know the level of impact that it has. It's hard, yeah? And it will take time. But if you look at some of the people in the world without reading the Bible that you read, they're doing it. And they're strong in it. I still can't get over the guy that interviewed Casey that's just a photographer, guys. And I, I say that with all respect. Just a photographer that said, I don't drink because I need to focus. I need to be this way. So why would we put on a ban? And it almost seems like, whoa, hell has, oh, I can't believe it. We've got, we've got, what are you saying? We're trying to build nations. I told you the other day, and I stand by this. I think that we were exposed to things too premature. PT was ready for it. Maybe certain leaders were ready for it. Maybe you and I weren't just yet ready. Don't say, well, I feel entitled because I've been here for many years and I've given so much in seed and so on. That means nothing in the grand scheme of things. If you're trying to say you want to take down, um, not take down, or you want to compete with the financial institutes that have been building for years under the leadership or under the mindset of the likes of JP Morgan, then you're going to have to focus. Drinking will be the last thing on my mind. Smoking weed, shisha, hook or shook will be the last thing on my mind. The first thing would be, what was Yehoshua intending to do? Why did he call me? Why would he make me in his image? What's his intention with me as a pastor Rebecca? What am I supposed to be framed and shaped into? He didn't create an emotional wreck. In fact, when the scripture speaks in, in one of the scriptures, he says, um, for I've not given you the spirit of fear, but of sound mind. Can we quickly read that? Someone quickly just get that. You might have to come close. 
partnership begins to come, uh, gets clearer when we get the clarity of why we were called. When we get the clarity of this culture. When we get clarity on our dominion mandate, which is to completely take over everything. You will know that you have to partner with the Sikhs, even the Muslims, even those that don't even believe in God. In fact, what you do by partnering with such people is validate God. You make him relevant because once they ask, what manner of man are you? How are you able to do all these things? You can take a seat here. Or actually, you'll be in my shot. Thank you so much, sir. They will ask questions like, what manner of man are you? How are you able to do this? You've taken on a nature. You've taken on a culture. And in that culture, in that nature, you've been nurtured to be a type of way, to be a certain way, the way you think, the way you move, the way you talk, the way you walk, the way you conduct affairs is beyond human capabilities. Human capacity is godlike in nature, is divine in nature. Read this scripture, please, Ma. 2 Timothy 1 verse 7, Amplified. Yes. For God did not give us a spirit of timidity or cowardice or fear, or fear mm. but he has given us a spirit of power and of love and of sound judgment and personal discipline. Ooh, what version are you reading, please? I didn't even know it said that. He's, given us a sp he's not given us a spirit of... Timidity. Timidity. Cowardice, cowardice or, fear. or fear. So if you're exhibiting these things, then guess what? The culture just needs to be penetrated some more until those things are flushed away. Let's not say you don't know God because you know it. You know, you know him so far, only so much. Now to get the totality of him, you need to embody the culture some more. So you need to listen more. You can't listen to him or be listening to him and you're mixing it with things of the world. And when I say things of the world, things that are corrupting you in the world, you may just not be ready for it just yet. It's not no. It's maybe not yet. So drinking is not wrong. Smoking is not wrong. Doing all the things that you like is not wrong. But if you've called yourself to be a set-apart person, get in the things that are right first. That is the culture. The culture of giving the culture of soul winning, the culture of loving. If those things don't buffet you every day, <laughs> don't consume you every day, don't wake you up ready to fight every day, then really we have no business doing anything outside of that. He's not giving us a, sp a spirit of timidity, of cowardness, or fear. So if we're feeling all of those things, like I said, what do we do? Embody the culture more. Get into the word more. Remember the word is the culture, right? We get into that more until we are completely convinced. It's our conviction that will get us on those phones, that will make us the sales team that we need to be. That we'll be talking to all manner of people, all types of people, that we can speak to Mr. Raj. You know what Mr. Raj told us? He said, I am Hindu by, by, by religion, but I believe all things. Do you know what he was telling me? He's an open-minded man. Mm -hmm. 
Then he showed us his warehouse. In his warehouse, we saw white people there. We saw Amazon. He said, we've just partnered with Amazon, in fact. Amazon want to invest in us. Imagine he was closed off. He said, Hindu as their religion, they can be closed off. You see, as for me, he says, I believe all things. He says, we are all one. That's what he was trying to say. With his, lang with his language barrier, he was telling us that you know, with, 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 with all one people. He says, God, make it work. <laughs> so I said, Mr. Raj, we're going to have an event soon, and I would love for you to speak. He says, you know the language. I said, don't even worry about that. That makes it even more relevant. That you had a barrier and yet you can still do. Because he's not given us a spirit of fear or timidity or cowardness, but, Mama, but he has given us a spirit of power, power and, of love, and of love and of sound judgment and of sound judgment and personal discipline. And personal discipline. So it's actually wrong for leaders to be telling you to discipline yourself. The spirit that you have should be educating you to be disciplined. Should be telling you not now. It should be buffeting you to say, hey, put your head down. Hey, get up at eight and let's get to work. Hey, let us build. Hey, let us find resources to support PT. Let us build platforms that support PT. Let us do a work that the world has never um, seen before. Your spirit should be buffeting you to do these things. Love is us leaving a legacy. Not just for nations, but for generations to come. Pastor Daniel, what you are doing with the shepherds and we are design nation. Generations are looking for that blueprint. It's love that will keep you going. It's your discipline. It's not having the spirit of fear, of timidity or cowardness that will keep you going. As you're listening to the culture more and more, you're listening to the word and leadership more and more. It's shaping you into that person, into that person that becomes transgenerational. Somebody that can market a product and sell it to the next uh, media institution or outlet that is there. You're competing against BBC. BBC is tired. BBC is washed up. They're waiting for you. BBC is so bad that I think the other day I heard them say they want to cap, they want to stop at nine o'clock now. Mm -hmm. They don't know what's next for themselves. You do. You, you are privy and you're exposed to what God is trying to do. The M Culture team. You are privy and exposed. I hope you're with me, sir. You've not left me and gone somewhere else. You're becoming privy and exposed to what God is trying to do. He's using you for something huge. Do you know why he said to have self-discipline? It's because everything around you is causing you to not be disciplined. Every, every distraction is there to take away your discipline. Down to the alcoholism. I tell you, when David proposed to not defile himself, you know, I think he was listening to this scripture. He had this scripture hidden in his heart. He loved his nation enough. He loved his people enough. It caused him to be so self-disciplined. And what were the other things? Um, sound judgment. To have sound judgment. To know that if I take from this table, I'm going to mess myself up. 
That's sound judgment. To know to work with King Nebuchadnezzar, that's sound judgment. By the time the people of this world start calling you, this was a partnership. When, sorry, I'm talking about, I said David, it's Daniel, excuse me. When Daniel went to Nebuchadnezzar, that was a partnership. He would not get the power that he eventually had without being with Nebuchadnezzar. He would have just been a good Hebrew boy. With all this power, with all this know-how, with all this skill, but nowhere to exhibit it. Nowhere to show it. You may have to get into the most darkest of places to Farah. The, most dead, the crypto world is a devil world. Let me just be very honest with you. That's his playground right now. If he wants to kill people, he will take them to crypto. You know it, don't you? We've seen it before, isn't it? <laughs> it's the most devilish world. So you as Tafara have to be so well equipped. And your equipment is in this fort, in this, in this, in this, forget the, the house. This economical development center. I've got to treat it as that. Why have I been put here? What have I been shaped to do? What is he calling me to do? Because you can be out there doing what you want. But there are already giants eating people up. What will make you as strong as you can be is the forging of this word that gives you love, uh, sound judgment, power, please, power. Remember, that's what we're going for. It's not even the money, guys. I keep telling you that. Where we're heading isn't to have much money. We will have that. It's power. Power to influence the media world. Power to influence fashion. Housing. Politics. The grooming industry. Come on, guys, tell me. The recruitment industry, the PR industry, sports and wellness industry, it's power. The spirit that has been given to you through the culture of this word, the language of this word, is giving you power. The ability to affect change. That's what's been given to you. If you are not affecting change, we have no business being undisciplined. We have no business consuming things that affect our judgment, that affect our soundness of mind. I don't give a hoot who, who else is doing what they're doing. I don't know how far they've come. I don't know, I don't know but I know for you and, and us as elites, and even us as nationals, I don't want to prematurely expose you to things you're not ready for. And when the time for fight comes, we're weak. When the time for battle comes, you will not know how to draw out your sword. Because you're slurring all over the place. And the slurring may not mean to say you're drunk in the moment, but it's affected your judgment. You wouldn't know when to bring out the sword. You wouldn't know how to use it because you've busy consumed yourself in things that are not for you just yet. Do you know when the, war, when the armies would go out and drink after the battle? After the victory? Not before, after they've won. We've not got to the fight yet. So I don't care what me, listen, let me just be honest with you. PT can even tell you, go, uh, your ban is cancelled. And I'm telling you, it's not. I'm, I'm telling you. 
Please message him and tell him I said that, by the way. Thank you, Father Daddy. Father Daddy brought his phone. My papa will help me. Yes. <laughs> papa will not help you. Because me, I will go back to him and say, Sir, if you want elite weaponized, if you want them ready for the next battle, don't allow these people to do this. That would be my petition. You've entrusted me to lead them. Let me do it. Trust me enough to get them to places where you can say, elite, you need one billion and they can bring it. We need a thousand soldiers for TLM and you can do it. You need 20 systems that have strong structure and we can present it. We cannot do the 10 and do 10 or the 28 without having this level of discipline. This was Paul actually speaking to Timothy as a son, as a partner. When God sent Yehoshua, he sent him as a partner, as an ambassador to fulfill a work, guys. So I want you to open up your eyes and know that church is not about how much we pray in tongues, how much we worship him. He doesn't want you to worship him. In fact, I think God wants to worship you for the things that you've achieved, for the things that you've accomplished. He wants to look at you and say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Well done, Rebecca, for doing this thing in the midst of so much uh, uh, um, opposition, in the midst of so much resistance, when everything was telling you, no, don't do it. No, just relax. No, just be cool. You fought the resistance and you became. Looking to partner. But you can't partner without structure. She can't partner without Tony Silver. That's the structure. She can't go to, to, to where would it be? You can't go to Harrods if Harrods too don't have a structure. Harrods can't, can't go to the internet without the internet having its structure. So there are entities. There are different partnerships that need to happen. But if the structure isn't there, if the mindset and the framing isn't there, then it's still useless. So why would the sales team struggle? Why would the sales teams we're building today find it difficult to do certain sales if there be no structure? Should we look at the definition of structure so you understand what I'm saying in more context? Those of you at home, are you with me this morning? I will begin to round up very shortly, but I want to expose you to some more things that take us out of this religious mentality. This religious way of doing things. We've gone beyond the four walls and the confines of church to Farah. If I find you on the prayer mat doing the you know what will happen next, sir. It's not that, no, no, we won't send you out. We'll call Dr. Yatunde to call the people that she works with that, that lift people and take them to their institution. Because it is madness. And I'm saying that because you didn't even like it anyway. <laughs> the, when we used to pray, Tafara was somewhere else trading. I think that was when he was most effective, when the markets were just mad. He said, Do you see these mad people? Let me show them. But man, he was trading as we're praying in time. Reke, Teshi, Bosha, Kosha, Riken, Roko. He's somewhere else. The markets are doing bull, bullish and bearish. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got the definition of structure? Structure. Yes. 
Something that has been made, made or built. Did you hear this? Did you hear this? I want you to say it again louder. Something that has been made and built from parts. From parts. What are our parts? Let's start off as us as structure. Love is a part. Our unity is a part. Uh, name some other things, guys. Leadership is a part. Our giving is a part. Our wording is a part. That's how we were made, if you really look at things. So we've become a structure. We've become a building that is strong enough to begin to partner. I told you, you can only partner when there's structure. And yesterday I was showing you in the book of Kings. I didn't get there. Maybe we will round up with there. How the Queen of Sheba wanted to partner with a structure that Solomon had created. Finish reading it, my please. Yes, please. Or maybe other versions. A structure is an arrangement and organization of un interrelated elements in a material object or system. Mm -hmm. So it makes up the system. It makes up what we are. Go on. A structure is something of many parts that is put together. Yes. Yeah. A structure is a physical construction made on a land with a particular and purpose. Of a particular purpose, guys. The structure that the TMC presents cannot partner with the, a, a Lloyd's or a TSB until that structure is in place and it's clear and its purpose is very clear. We're looking for the structure, we're building the structure. You yourself are a structure. That must be presented to the next person because why should you have 10 souls attached to you or 10 people attached to you without no structure? You are a problem about to release itself. So I get why maybe there's been a bit of a delay sometimes with certain people coming to us. The structure is not clear yet. The structure hasn't been fully made up and with every structure... There needs to be what we call maintenance. You don't just build a structure and leave it. You keep adding where you need to add and you keep building upon it. You keep strengthening it until it's systemized. Until you give it flesh. This skeleton is useless. Or this flesh is useless without the structure that makes it stand up. That's the skeleton. Is that right? Is that right? Where the scientists, please? Is that right? Huh? If there is no socket for these eyes, Domicella, of yours. <laughs> Imagine they'll be here. You know when you see that? Imagine that. God was so detailed when he made her mankind. So he, 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 let me, let, that's how you know you have a purpose. The way he put you together, the way he put us together, he was so clear. 
then, then if, it's, if that's so clear, the fact that we are black, there's a purpose. That's why what we're trying to do with TCE is going to blow you away, guys. The plan and purpose I have for, the, for, TS, for TCE, excuse me, it's incredible. Even I must, uh, must give myself a shout salute. As much as I'm going to partner with all the uh, Mr. Rajes and the, this one and that one and this person and that person, for them, they're building their stuff. The, 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 the white counterparts have done a great job of understanding structure and building. Everything they do is about structure. They don't go, in fact, you know what, what us people do at times? We can say come somewhere or go to something and there's no structure. You get there and we're still running around trying to put things together. We are so bad. You get to the white man's event, everything is beautiful. Everything is well organized. Everything is systemized. They've clocked it. You see us? We're just getting to get there. We're just about to get to these things. The white man was so disciplined, so disciplined and so full of self-belief, so full of self-surety, so patriotic, so for themselves and for their people that they didn't mind going into another territory with less soldiers, but equipped soldiers, to take down another country. I think I started sharing with you what Lord Lugard would do in Nigeria. The guy caused disunity, not that he caused it, we were already disunified as we were. He, you know what he did? He encouraged disunity amongst us. No, yeah, you should have that tribe, the Shokota tribe, the this tribe, the, the Benin tribe. You, you keep doing that. Keep it, it's very good. And he was playing them against each other. Knowing that if these people unite, they will be strong. When Gideon forged his army, what he did was allow the ones who were disunified to go. He checked the ones who were unified by a very simple task. When we get to the point of taking a break, if you want to put it like that, or getting something to drink or gathering our strength, we knew it actually wasn't a break. Or they knew, or the ones who fought with him or eventually went with him, the 300, they knew actually this is, this is a test. It's not break time. Lap this thing up like dogs and let's be going. But the ones who did not clock it, they pitched their tent and started to relax. They took their flasks to gather water. They took off their armory to chill by the water brooks. Yet the ones who are ready for war knew this is not the time to chill. Let's lap like dogs so we can get back onto the field. You know, Gideon only took out of 33,000 men, only 300 made it. Meaning that we were never supposed to be big. Elite is not supposed to be billions of people, yet we will influence billions of people. The nation is not supposed to be trillions of people, yet the impact that we will have will be billions and trillions, if you want to put it like that. It will be global. Not just global, it will be transgenerational. 
Our kids, 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 kids will remember us and copy our blueprint, our blueprint, our structures and our systems and better them. They will make them stronger. They will evolve them. They will make them relevant because we taught them. And even in me telling you we're not ready for certain things or doesn't mean we're not going to be exposed to many things. So don't think I'm trying to take away alcohol from you guys. That's not what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to make sure that you have focus. I'm not trying to take away pleasures and fun. I'm trying to introduce you to a fight that's never been seen before. Or never been, not that it's never been seen, because there were many people that tried to do it. When Mr. Malcolm X, not sorry, Mr. Um, Luther King had a dream. He was seeing some things. He wanted things to work. But you know, they would speak about his lifestyle and how he, would, how he was with people and women and stuffs. If you've read the story of Martin Luther King, you'll know that he was quite, a, um, he was quite an open-minded man. Did that stop him from thinking? Didn't. Didn't stop him from dreaming either. But he'd built enough capacity for that. He'd built enough discipline for that. So how we look at sin now will begin to change. I think true sinning is when we stop thinking, when we stop living a life of purpose, when we stop dreaming or having the ability to dream, that's when we've sinned. When we stop focusing on the ultimate goal is when we've sinned. So if we're truly going to partner, if we're truly going to be effective in our partnership, then we've got to have right structures. If we're going to carry this work back to Nigeria, back to, back to Africa as a whole, forget Nigeria by itself, Africa as, its whole, as a whole, we have to have proper structure. That's why it would be wrong for somebody in Nigeria to be telling me I'm wrong. Like how? I was confused. I said, don't defend me against such a person. They need our help. That's why they're tuning in. They're telling me the person said, why are you defending me? That's, you're even, why are you doing that for? That's, that's backward. And some people may not even be in Nigeria, but the mindset is still very much there. Your attitude, the way you think. Trying to completely erase that. Trying to tell you that you are limitless in nature. I'm trying to tell you that you have the ability to become a billionaire just by the way you think, just by the thoughts that consume you. And the thoughts consume you based on the kind of culture you've embodied, the word you've embraced, how you've embraced this word and taken on the responsibility of what you've embraced in the industry you've been called to. So if you're in compliance, you know how to present yourself there. You are Diola the Great. You are Diola the God-man. Even Pastor, Pastor Song is too limiting. According to the structure of this world, it's so limiting because when you call yourself a pastor to someone, they say, and, like, it doesn't mean anything to them. 
So I even prefer people to just call me Nikki now. It's better. Oh, so Leah said, can I try? If I try that, what will happen then? <laughs> you know you Caribbeans anyway. You can call me anything. That to Yeah, that's how they do them things there. I see how you deal with each other. He idiot. <laughs> it's become so limited, so small. I'm past the so-and-so, and then we ask you, well, so what do you do exactly? What, what is it that you do? It means nothing to people now. So it's still limiting. I almost feel like, say, I'm Nikki the God. Then they'll be like, oh, well, so, oh that's a bit more uh, bold and audacious. How dare you? Blasphemous. <laughs> the treachery. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but we'll make pastor irrelevant again. That's our job. That's our call, is to even make church relevant again, but according to what it was supposed to be, government. His ecclesia, the people that he's called out, select type of people who will make government or who will make political decisions, who will have enough power to control the narrative of how certain industries ought to operate. So my charge to you this morning is to keep thinking big. Keep thinking audaciously. Keep thinking outside of the box. Be limitless in your approach. The minute you start thinking inside the box, guess what? The spirit of uh, timidity, the spirit of cowardness, the spirit of fear is what you may be operating in. Get the culture in. Because don't forget, as much as it's said, he has not given us the spirit of those things. That means that spirit is very much available. And it's very much in a position to be contracted if you're not operating in the spirit that he actually gave us. Or left for us. Please, be reminded that he's not coming down to do anything. So when church used to tell us that, behold, he comes, riding on a cloud, sounding like a sun, as the trumpet calls... Lift your voice, the year of Jubilee, out of Zion Hill, salvation is, is not happening, guys. He's not coming on a cloud, riding on a horse, like with Pegasus, you know, he's flying through the cloud, and Pegasus has lovely hair, and is, you know that one, we see one guy, with, <laughs> ah, goddamn, these things are bad, though. I really believe Hercules was real. Hades, and I used to believe that guy with the flame head was real. Ah, he's not coming to do those things, guys. You are the God men here on earth. He's expecting to carry out great and mighty works. So the government is now upon your shoulders, and the world will call you mighty, wonderful, counselor. When Pleroma and Leah get things right, when they become limitless in the way they think, when they carry the spirit of love, sound judgment, and, uh, and self-discipline, and power. I can't forget the power because that's the most important one, actually. You are the representative of God here on earth. Remember I told you the other day, in Elon Musk we trust when we drive a Tesla. In Leah we must trust when we get into this recruitment and pleroma stuff the way it ought to be. But you see, in this time, you're developing, you're discovering, you're getting better. 
You're getting stronger. So I love Pastor Chris's mantra, actually. It, it does make sense. You're getting better. You're getting stronger. You're getting clarity. You're getting clearer and clearer. You are beginning to align yourself, not that align yourself, you are one with the culture of this house. Partnership would not be difficult because you now have the structure. So if you're struggling to do things with Barclays Bank now, and you're struggling to do things with BNP Paribas and this, that and the other, God is saying, we did that before. You got to see a sweet foretaste of what could be. Now get the structure. Now get the discipline. Now get the unity right, the love right. The institution will be fine. The enterprise will enterprise. Then we can get the infrastructure of what we're building so accurate, so right. What do you want to read, Ma? Okay, you, you want to read First Kings. You know, transformative ideas come when we work as a collective. True transformational ideas happen when we can work as a collective. One man can't do it. If that was the case, Yehoshua would have been fine. In fact, God in his whole space that he was above would have been able to do it. But he had to send Yehoshua. And Yehoshua had to make disciples who had to make disciples who had to make disciples. Transformational ideas, works happen when we are an effective collective. Tony Silva is fine. But for it to be a transformational work that benefits everyone, pat your head down, my dear, it has to be found as a collective. So the collective enterprise was so smart, even before our time, before we even understood what it was. I now know why it's not yet time to promote and push certain things. I now know why some of your businesses, as much as they're ready, the structure is even there, but certain things are missing. There's one element missing from the structure. It could just be unity. You've got the product. The product even looks good. I'm wondering why do you have such a great product and it can't sell? Maybe just one element, one structure is missing. Just the unity. Just you believing in leadership. Knowing that it can't just be your voice. The collective enterprise isn't even Pastor Nikki. That's PT. That's his business. I'm just making sure it works. I'm just making sure it's a platform that puts us all on. And it's profitable towards the mission that he has. In turn, it will bless us all individually. Because if it's working for him, it must work for us. As what I've spoken about been very simple this morning. I'll end off with the kings. For some of us, you know, I would say, oh, yeah, let's go and do PhDs and do the, the. Some of us don't need to go back to school. No. For, 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 no, 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 sister, you stay there. You stay there. You stay there. Uncle, you stay there. For some of you, for people like Claudette, she's going all the way. Whatever's after PhD, she's going to do. She'll likely, <laughs> she'll likely end in education. That's just for, that's for her. But for someone like Rebecca who ended off with an apprenticeship, you know what you're going to do, my dear? 
You may have a business idea or build something and you need those who are in education, right? And you may think, oh, maybe I need to go back and do a PhD. You don't need to do that. You'll be so well equipped enough because you have the collective. We'll, we'll go and get a group of advisories who did their PhD for the thing that you need. So if you're trying to build the best equity, private equity team, and there were people that had to go to school to learn it, what you've got in us is enough capital to make sure you have an advisory board of 10 PhD students that studied private equity. You don't need to go back to school. You don't need to go there. You needed this system that will make sure you can have that board and they will teach you the things you know in less time. Partnership cuts time. Partnership comes with its own set of skills that you no longer need to develop. She doesn't need to be a marketer anymore because JD Sports is going to go and do that. The celebrity you put your dress on have done that for you. They've cut time. They've cut skill set. Even the fame. You don't need to have fame as Tony Silva. The one you put that dress on has enough fame to make not only them more famous, but you also famous. Do you understand the power of partnership? I put other things here. Contacts. The people we contact with also has the next contact that we need to partner with. Credibility. People already believe in what already exists. Once I partner with that, with that team, once you partner with Harrod Sense by CM, the credibility is already there. So if they see you there, automatically, you also become credible. So why waste time on trying to build things that is going to take us generations to do? Partner. Do you understand partnership a little bit better, guys? It will cut down a lot of time. This is why I must partner with uh, uh, a pulse, with connect, with COD, with power base, because there are things that Pastor Dami knows. There are some know-hows that he have. I don't know. Partnering with him will help me and help him because there's things that I have that he doesn't know and vice versa with all the families. I think this season is a partnership season. Even my relationship with PT is partnership. When we give, we've become partners. It's partnership. So I've put down some of the benefits that come with partnership here. And I've mentioned them to you already so that you can just jot them down somewhere. Benefits that come with partnership. So time, skill set, fame, money, contacts, credibility, know-how. If somebody already has something, partner them. If somebody already has something that you need, partner with them. Why are you wasting your time trying to do the, do the most? Just make sure that you have a structure, you have a purpose for the partnership so that it benefits not only you, but them. That's how things become fruitful. God's work with Adam was a partnership. I have the power, you have the, you have the human form. 
Let's partner and recreate. It's partnership. So myself and Leah, what we have is a partnership. Yes, I'm leader. That's why you can't start running through the house and opening my room and saying, we're partners, so get out. I want to sleep here tonight. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It becomes actually partnership. When I begin to discover your purpose and you're clear on my purpose, it becomes partnership. When Paul was speaking to Timothy, it's partnership now. He said, remember the things that I've taught you. Fan to flame these gifts. Remember the spirit that was given to you, uh, Timothy. It's a spirit of sound mind. If you're there, we become partners. We're both, we're here. Yes, he was talking to him as a son, but he was also talking to him as a partner. That's the level we want to get to. That's where I want to get to with, with PT. He sees me as a son or a daughter but also qualified to be a partner. And if, you have, if you're a partner, you get say-so. You get a say in things. You get a say in how things are done. You are a contributor in how things work. You can suggest. You can even advise. Maybe not this, let's try this. Maybe let's not do this yet, sir. Maybe we can try this. So maybe the whole family needs to be on a band though. Just give us two, three months and get us strong. Let our giving go back to what it was and what it should be. Isn't that right, Becca? Yes, ma. <laughs> um, I say that because she dropped a mad one today, innit? It's a little bit of a mad one. Small, small stuff. I'm gonna top it up some more with power, fire. Yeah. <laughs> Let me know at three in the morning. Sorry, ma, the money's in the account, yeah? That's what she texts me. I said, is it? I said, yes, ma. Sorry, ma. We can begin to have a say when you're partnering in something. This, be careful, it's not entitlement. Don't get it confused, but you can have a say. Ma, maybe let's try this here. This can work better if we do it like that. You're a partner because you've come with something. You've come with structure. Your advice is, is relevant because I've seen you contribute to the structure. You're even developing the culture, actually. You're showing us that the culture works. You validate it when you contribute the way you do. Structure is key to partnership. Our current infrastructure is outdated. That is the church. The current infrastructure of the church is outdated, which is why what you are doing right now is making it relevant again. Let's end off with this first Kings. There needs to be improvements. There needs to be changes. That's where we come in family. That's where we come in leaders and soldiers. And those of you listening to the first time, you now know where you can contribute. You can look at things and say, okay, I want to be a part of this. I want to be a part of something that is bigger and better. How does Naomi bring her skill? She looks, she goes to a doctor Yotunde and she may sit with her and say, listen, Many of these people are not well in the church. Let's help them. And Dr. Kelechi will begin to develop in an area and working with the media team, that's, that may not be where you're going, but guess what? We're trying to check, can you be a structure person? Because part of the structure is to unify. 
is to work with even the most unlikely people, the unworkable people, is to have the ability to do that, is to get the know-how. Go on, please, ma'am. First Kings 10, this one. Yeah. When the queen of Sheba heard about the fame of Solomon... Did you hear this? Did I tell you one thing that was in... What was it again? Structure. The benefits of structure or benefits of partnership. Benefits of partnership was fame. I didn't even know it said that there. When she heard of the fame, go on. When she heard, when the Queen of Sheba heard about the fame of Solomon mm. and his relationship to the Lord. Do you hear this? Rel Do you know what partnership is? Relationship. So on, just help somebody else get the synonyms so that I know I'm not making this up. Someone get the synonyms of partnership. I think you will find words like collaboration. You will find words like relationship. You will find, you got it? Um, Read it. I've got um, the rules of a business partner. Okay, no, just. Cooperation, association, collaboration, coalition, alliance. I love that word, coalition, alliance. That's how one of the brothers was trying to marry one of you to his brother. <laughs> marry one of the girls to another brother. He said, we need the alliance, Pastor Nikki. They're not alliance. <laughs> but I get what he's saying, though. No, 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 I get it. So, guys, you see when you're trying to intermarry with Elite, it's kind of off. You won't get it. You won't, you won't, be, you won't be well established in the world. You won't take proper... Sh do you, do you want to say? Come and tell us what you want to say, sir. No, so stop it. You need to grow up a little bit, guys. All this emotional, I just love, and you're doing caca. I keep telling one of your people, this is why, my guy, you are still broke. You don't, if you listen, let me tell you, you cannot be sentimental. Please help me hear me. Hear me, help me. Help me, listen me. You can't get into love based on how you feel, guys. We did that in the world. Look how broke our parents are. And they're the same ones to say, oh yeah, I marry now. <laughs> and I'm looking at, I'm not even looking at the marriage, looking at the breakage. You're telling me to marry now and you're in a council flat by yourself and the people that you, your friends, all of them, you're at every single party trying to grab somebody else's husband and you're telling me to marry now based on what structure? Not on that structure, mama. Because that's already deemed fell. What leadership is to do is to expose you. I, left to me, left to me, guys, you know the kind of person I would have married. One rich some uncle somewhere. I wouldn't have even married my, uh, minded myself if he had married a few times. In fact, even better. Again, had to come to where leadership is and teach me what is right. Teach me how to do things effectively. Because the choice wouldn't have been my choice. That wouldn't have been my choice. I trust my leader enough to know how to partner for me. I trust him. I still, I get why PD has to stay in a um, power base, alliance. 
There's a relationship that I can have with Pastor Dami and Pastor Tolu because PD is there. If not, without that, we'll still be an island. And don't forget, we birthed the power base. It will even be weird. That's, it keeps us one. So actually what PT did was keep our lineage. See the smartness of this man? And imagine that if he's infused that in our leadership. And I'm telling you, don't go there, bro. I know you like it. You're used to it. You like that. Or sis, don't go there, sis. You like that. You're used to it. You know it. You're familiar with it. And look at one of the, one of the people that I was trying to talk to. You can, the reason is you, you, are, you are the same. You know they say birds of a flavor flock together? It's, this is not even birds. This is mosquitoes. <laughs> both are very emotional people. Both see, that's why you like yourselves. See, when leadership gets involved, so I actually listened and looked, actually, maybe, maybe, I think I'm getting something. I'm getting something a bit better. For the older lot that are, so don't worry, Pastor Priscilla, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> you don't think there's anyone else anyway, so just manage that one. Um, but for some of you now, be prepared. Is Jennifer going to marry an elite? Go outside and find you someone there. For the sake of alliance. That is the right word, alliance, right? To have alliance. You need something. I was like, go to your camp. We need to go and do this. I've got the, a battle in Hastings. Let's go. Go and call your, your troop. Let's... It's wisdom, though, this, this thing, guys. Tafara is shaking because he knows his one is already plugged somewhere. Nonsense. <laughs> Has to be sharp like that. Has to be smart like that. Those who say, okay, let me uproot myself and go there, then I can come and. It's already too late. Uh, we already know where you're established. It would be silly. We, do you know what? We would be such a small people, so small and irrelevant. If we stay like this, are you hearing me? I'm still seeing little things. I'm just thinking, ah, oh, who would this person grow up, Lord? Ah, oh, God. It's definite that that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And it will be for your benefit in the long run, I'm telling you. You know, I just love, I just, oh, my heart yearns. Are you from Songs of Solomon? Go to the shepherd's tent, my dear. Let the shepherd direct you and lead you where you should go. Let's finish with this before I get into lover's paradise today. She came to test Solomon with hard questions. She came to test him with hard questions. Arriving at Jerusalem with a very great caravan, mm. with camels carrying spices, large quantities of gold mm. and precious stones, she came to Solomon and talked with him about all, all that she had on her mind. Before she got there, she came there with things. She came there with product. She came with purpose. Everything she, she came with, guys, she's letting us know that she's a resourceful person. She's letting us know that she's built. She's built enough to come bring. Solomon didn't need what she had. He just needed to know that she is resourceful enough to go and do. Otherwise, he's not sharing wisdom with her. You don't share wisdom with fools. You don't share wisdom with people who do not have purpose. 
So she's letting, she, it's not the resources, guys, that she had brought there. She, he's just letting her know, or she's letting him know that she can do. She's got an agenda. She's not a queen without the thought of her people. She wanted to know how to lead her people. Every month when we give to PT, what we're asking for is actually give us more wisdom. And we're saying to him, sir, what we did in the time that we were waiting for your wisdom was build. This is the result of our building. Give us more wisdom. Does this make sense? Or if I kind of confused you? That's why our giving cannot, we cannot play with that giving thing, you know. Because what we're saying to PT is that from the wisdom that you gave us, yes, this is what we've been able to produce. Had to message a leader last night and say, leader, please, this is a very small target. I'm asking you, the, the wisdom that PT has given us, please let it produce this much. For me to beg for that is already a problem. But I'm just saying, this is what I want to present back to him and say, sir, as elite prosperity, a minimum of this amount a month is what we want to bring to you. Minimum. Minimum. And I just want you all as leaders, as family, to contribute to that. Even if you choose not to listen to Pastor Nikki, you hear PT on Thursday, you hear him on Sunday, that, enough is, should, that should be enough to help you produce. That should be enough. This woman came to present something to him in exchange. I want your wisdom. She wanted partnership. She wanted in on it. She knew he had the fame. So if she knew he had fame, why would she bring all these things? Is he not already rich and famous? She wanted to exchange. She wanted to partner. Go on, please, ma. Finish it off. Solomon answered all her questions. Nothing was too hard for the king to explain to her. Yes. When the queen of Sheba saw all the wisdom of Solomon and the palace he had built, the food on his table, the seating of his officials, the attending servants in their robes, his cupbearers, and their burnt offerings he made at the temple of the Lord, she was overwhelmed. Structure. Remember I said, you will struggle to partner if you don't have structure. So it's not that people don't want to work with you. It's just that you don't have a structure for what you're doing. You don't have a structure. So sometimes when Pastor George comes to me, I think you, you're so brilliant with the way you can, you meet people, you're getting to know all the right people, but there is no structure here. So it will never amount to anything. That's why you have your brothers. You have leadership so we can put structure in place because I know you know how to talk. I just love George for that, you know. He just knows how to gather, get people to sit down. So on Snapchat, I saw him yesterday leg up with the, with the white people. I said, ah, George, what's going on here? What, what meeting is this? Coaching thing. That, you know how his, soldiers, his, soldier, his shoulder does? It's a met some people. I said, okay, cool. So what's the plan then? I said, yeah, we're just talk I said, talk I said, that talking is fine, but what's the plan? Show me. It couldn't show me. That's fine. That's why we have this. We can put the structure down for you so that you can actually get the deal this time. Because there are billions there. There are millions there. But you need the structure in order to partner effectively. So I get it. There's nothing that, no, let me not say that before you just, 
when he gets himself into trouble, you know I'm never offended, I'm never upset, because I know his heart. George is loyal, he, he just wants to do. And sometimes in that wanting to do, we mess ourselves up, but you've got to just bring it back to the body so that we can put a structure in place for you, so we can get it right and you can win. He's a great guy. Mm -hmm. He is a great guy, I believe in him a lot, I do. And you know he will always he say, Ma, you know you're so funny, Ma, you know when you say something, it always happens, Ma. It just happens like that, Ma. It just, it just happens like that, Ma. I said, what, what did I say this time? He said, you know what you said about I'll be in the job for three months and then I'm going to lose it. He said, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> I said, Pastor George. I tried my best to keep a straight face, but I wanted to laugh. I tried my hardest. I said, hmm. <laughs> Uh, there's only one person, George, you know. It's, always, it's so funny. Anyway, let's round off here. Where are we finishing, please? Where we, let's read off. Verse 6. She said to the king, The report I heard in my own country about your achievements and your wisdom is true. Mm. But I did not believe these things until I came and saw with my own eyes. Mm. Indeed, not even half was told was told me. Mm. In wisdom and wealth, you have far exceeded the report I heard. Mm. How happy your people must be, how happy your officials. How happy your people must be. You know, we're going to get to a place where we are happy. And we are as, as, as a family. Look how we were on Sunday. I just loved our togetherness, our unity with all the different Phoebes. And if you weren't invited to that, please, it's not Pastor Nikki that didn't invite you. Speak to the Phoebe leader, that's Pastor Genevieve, and deal with her. But I do know that on the 1st of July, there is something happening here. Uh, for the women led by Pastor Crystal um, and the women's money team and then in the evening for the guys and I'll explain that once we round up but please don't go for me that oh, I do, she didn't invite me this because she doesn't like me then you, you, what's up church happens you know those things there it's not it's not me it's not me okay it's not me yeah how happy the people would be when we can get our structure right when we can partner partner right how happy will people be the church will be a happy place again where people genuinely are saved, not touched in a moment. And then they go home and then the endorphins of what they experienced in the church setting dries off and they're back to their useless life. I'm sorry. It is useless. No, think about it, mama. It's useless. You've gone to church, you've heard about how mystical this God is, how great he's going to give you this spirit and you're going to be so powerful. But you're going back to the council flat. You're going back to job seekers allowance. But God is so powerful. And you're playing songs like, what's the one that Pastor Crystal enticed me with when I came in? What's the one that I loved? Okay, make me new. This song is even a good song. Father, hear me. God rule, you actually sang it as well. Father, hear me. God rule. I'm not asking for blessings. Just your hand, Lord. And, to, and then the harmony comes. Know your worth. It's so powerful. You're thinking, wow, look how God is. He's so harmonizing. No, I promise you, that's just, that's, that song kept me going back. And then when I didn't hear it every week, I thought, this is long. So I went to Nigeria and met Menga. Um, and then he became my new song. Anyway, it's a, it's a, it's a temporary euphoria, a temporary thrill, a temporary high. Church is like a drug. 
And it's not even a good one. Have you seen what drugs do to people? There's one lady that walks down that slough road. I don't know if you've seen her. She, she can wear mad stuff. A few times I've seen her walking there. She's, you know, there's... Have you seen her? The skinny white lady. Mm, nitty, yeah, not a nice thing. That's what drug does to you. You'll be in church and it's madness. It is madness. In her, in her head, she thinks she's good. And she will keep going back for that drug until the thing kills her. That's what church did. We kept going back for that drug of, um, um, behold, he comes riding on a cloud. Until it dealt with us. Until we got so neutralized. We lost our limitless power. The things we were supposed to do. Imagine letting, uh, uh, what's your name again in the streets? Zilla. Zilla, if we left him in that church setting. Imagine Ryan just doing all day. What? How? And I remember the time he did it, he started prophesying. Ah, God. A long day. A long day. But we needed those times, though. We needed those times. So we can't ignore them and bash them. We needed those. But imagine him not building a financial institute and doing what he's doing with TMC now. It'd be weird. Not taking on a leadership position. It would be weird. Not watching some of you doing the things that you're doing. It would be weird. It would be less than. You guys are God. We are God men. We've got to live like that. We want to show the world how relevant church can be when we get church right. It is governance. So, yes, lead the church to them. Let us do the God work of nation building, generation building. But we're going to get into a place of partnership now and understanding it from the perspective that I've given it to you this morning. So I want you to think big. I'll, I'll put this in my notes today. Our collaborative decisions. Okay, collaborative decisions are sometimes not visible. You will never see, Ima, when we, a bridge has been built, you never see the rods that get the bridge together, but you know that there are rods keeping that bridge together. Mm -hmm. So our collaborations are not visible, but they are collaborations. They are partnerships. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when the money gets dropped on the table, we don't know if it was Hannah and Tafara, but we know that there's money there. Somewhere, somewhere, there was some sort of collaboration, some sort of partnership that made that happen. I want you to understand these things so that we can be more effective. We can be more powerful. Don't be scared of the white man, of the Asian man, of the whatever man. We work with all and we keep ourselves open-minded to do so. Otherwise, we'll be limited in scope. We'll be limited in power. We'll be limited in judgment. We'll be limited in our mindset and the way we think. If you want to get the fullness of what we can truly become, then allow the spirit that is operating in us, according to that Timothy that we read, to teach us these things on a bigger perspective. So let us get to work. What are the things I ask you to do today? Is to keep thinking big. To make sure that you have structures in place, down to pleroma, down to TCE. There must be structures that cause people to want to come into the structure and put some flesh on it. There must be people that want to come into the blacksmith structure 
and make it what it's supposed to be. It's not supposed to be that little thing you have in Hackney. That's, I want that thing global. If it's not global, then leave it alone. If you're not trying to make it global, leave it alone. Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. If you're not trying to make it global, leave it alone. If you're not trying to make Toby's, uh, Toby, Tony Silva a household name, like you treat Zara or H&M, leave it alone. And then you leaving it alone lets us know you just wanted to do church. You didn't want to do the God thing. You were comfortable with hallelujah, you are my God. I'm not happy with that. I'm, it's, not, it's not working for me. It's not, it won't allow me to eat well. It won't allow me to maintain the lifestyle I want. It won't allow me to keep bringing, uh, providing a platform that helps PT and supports all the leaders that we have. Keep thinking big. You can do it. You can build. You can be a disrupt disruptor of industries, a captain of industries. Your brain is not functioning less. It will only function less if the mind is not being fed with the right nutrients. It's not being given the right culture to make you what you're supposed to be. I love you all. Enjoy the rest of the day. This is 11.06. Uh, for those of you who are in the office, you know the things that you need to do today that will take you from here to there, um, that will get you from this place to the next place. I want you to be thinking on a deeper level now. Don't limit your capacity. Don't li limit your capability. Don't small yourself up with trying to uh, only measure up with, already, with, with what already exists. You can do better. You can be better.